May I have your attention, please? They're coming to get you, Barbara. I, I don't know what for. something even more terrible than you. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. Nick and Trevor here with kind of a, a a weird pairing that just happened to fit together in a very strange way. So we have we have two bits of media for you today. We have uh, an, an original short film uh you can watch on shutter right now called the runner yes and then we didn't mean to pair it this was pure coincidence (laughs) yeah yeah. we we trevor came over with the intent to watch the short film called the runner on 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 shutter do a little episode about it and uh when you came over i was like did you watch this video essay i watched because there's this there's there's an old video essay uh youtube channel called every frame of painting Mm. They haven't done anything in six years because yeah. the guy got a job at Criterion doing God knows what. Because I'll tell you what, Criterion, if you're listening, if you <laughs> if you take that guy, you have to release good shit with yes. him. Like I think his last name is Ja. I think I can't I can't remember off the top of my head. But every frame of painting, he I mean these were immaculate. These were some of the best cinematic essays you could ever find. Yeah, yeah. He did one on Fincher uh, with the I think that was the VFX one, right? That where they do the breakdown, or maybe that's Captain Christian. Yeah, he, Fincher about. did the uh, he did the editing one, which was. Did you watch the editing one? I watched all of them because the editing one is great because he he breaks down like Fincher's editing, but then he takes a scene and breaks it down the scene in this office one in seven with the four characters or whatever, and like every shot is like, oh, this is this guy's out of the scene because of this. Now he's back in this shot because of this. like throughout the like. You see, like the power dynamic switch within the editing, and you don't even notice it. But like seeing him do that is like fuck. So, but that's the style. Yeah. But that is the kind of thing that he would point out. And when you mm. when you tell someone about that, you're like, oh, that's really cool. But like maybe it sounds a little boring. Like you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. to get it to nerd about anything. But the way that he went about it was mm. so interesting that it captured your attention. I mean, he's. I think he's sitting on a YouTube channel with like six point five million subscribers. That's just vacant. Yeah. Like Criterion must have gave him a vault of money like that. There's no, there's no reason. Uh, I think he also had one about Hitchcock and blocking. Yeah, that was fantastic. Takes a scene from, I believe, Vertigo, beginning yeah. of Vertigo, and uh, knocks that out. And then one of my favorite uh, every frame of painting ones was the Jackie Chan one. I love the Jackie Chan one. That he was... starts every fight from the ground and works his way up. Yep. And it's just like you know, when you hear about news that The Rock can't lose a fight. Or you know can't get if he gets hit, Vin Diesel has to get his many times. Yeah. It's it's bullshit. Yeah. It, but you and you watch the Jackie Chan one. You're like, man, that's a real artist yes. <laughs> who's trying to put something interesting. Yeah. That visually gives you something to rile for because you don't want to see your heroes get hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good one too for adding as well, because he he kind of if I remember it correctly, he'll say it's like oh you'll see the punch, but then you'll see it again from a different angle. And like when you watch, when you when it sounds weird to, to say it, but when you edit it like that, it looks normal because that's what you're used to in right. movies. So the editing of the action Jackie Chan actually is also like he's always talking about the editing. The editing stuff is like always just like you can't not learn something and be like okay, cool, cool. So we cannot recommend watching this guy's. You can you can get through all this <laughs> YouTube stuff in like a day and and like walk away with like a really like sturdy film mm-hmm. knowledge and the last one he did that I, I really liked was 
and it's funny because I he did this before Endgame came out, but it was about how unmemorable the Avengers theme was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now that Endgame's out, I think yeah. everyone knows that. I remember that being the last video, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I remember him saying that, but then like a bunch of people commented. I was like, "Well, I know that one. I know that one. That one. That one." And all of a sudden, he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna stop doing them." And I was like, "Is it because you just got some flack? I hope it wasn't just because of that." But like, also like he couldn't have guess that Endgame no. and Infinity War were going to come out and like you know really no. make it and then you know Avengers Land and Disney you know Disney World if you're going off of the first couple of Avengers then you're just like yeah that's yeah yeah, yeah, it makes, I, yeah. I couldn't tell you what Captain America's name. Yeah. Um, so that that's every frame praying now enter Captain Christian yes he's still around it looked like he took some time off but now he's recently been back mm. he does these video essays that couple years ago i used to watch like on repeat i absolutely loved him he did one on adult swim uh he did one on uh the original godzilla mm. which is fantastic he does his own fincher one which i think if i remember correctly i think that's the one where he talks about uh fincher's use of vfx and how there's more vfx shots in the social network than there is the godzilla 2014 oh. yeah okay and which blows your mind because you're because <laughs> you're like hey, how that uh, I, I believe that's that one. I, I, I could be mixing him up with another every frame of painting. <laughs> the, the, the thing I'm getting at is yeah. they're very similar. They have very different styles, but the way that they grab your attention is is hands down next level. And the transitions that they use that I want to talk to talk about here in a little bit are great. Um, I think they're good for like uh, if you're feeling a little burnt out on like films or making films or watching films i think these kind of help you kind of like reinvigorate yourself Be like, all right cool 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 i can it gives me something to like kind of like okay that i understand something now that's what every frames video on the coen brothers did for me yeah what, listening to roger deacons talk about how he when he shoots a conversation it's like inside the character space yes usually in some kind of 50 millimeter lens you <laughs> <Of> know <course. laughs> yeah. there's something like that um so Captain Christian uh, came out with a video last night. I actually went to watch every frame painting, but then I was like, I haven't looked up Captain Christian in a while. And uh, to be honest, I hadn't looked him in a while because I had this video client that I was working for who I showed him Captain Christian's videos. And I was like, I think we should do something like that because we were talking about uh, the costume designs of Francis Ford Coppola films. And they were they told me, like, go full Captain Christian. Mm-hmm. And which is really hard to like. I, I think one of my uh specialties as a video editor is like i can steal other like how other people come about that like i can watch a video see what they're doing and then steal it yeah, yeah and then you know there's no such thing as really there's steal like an artist you yeah. it goes through your filter blah we can get into that later but i think that's one of my superpowers so i spent a lot of time rotoscoping the dress which i shouldn't have done that there's other ways to do it. like years later it hit <laughs> yeah. me how i could i cha- basically i changed the color of the dress at the end of the godfather and they were like remember how her dress was this actually it was that and like i went frame by frame and rotoscoped it which yeah. in reality i could have just like done a mask and color selection like <laughs> yeah. i could have taken like two seconds but i was an idiot um and then we got into an argument whether captain christian was slow paced or well paced which you figure that one out what uh. the difference between well paced and slow paced is and so I didn't look, and so I, had, I just I couldn't bear to like look at his videos anymore because it wasn't anything against him. It wasn't. I love him. If you ever listen, like you know, I'm, I'm going to reach out to this guy to have him on the show. I love him to death, yeah. but I just couldn't do it. So last night I looked, and he uploaded a video, and horror fans, I mean, you're just you're just you're just going to love this. Um, it's called the melancholic comfort of late '90s horror, mm-hmm. and. We ended up watching it before. We were just going to watch the short film, The yeah, Runner. Yeah. But then I was like, it's 20 minutes. You said throw it up there. Um, 
Should, do you want to start with this 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 melancholic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how we watched them. So yeah, we yeah. Should, we should kind of like... So this video is a twenty minutes, twenty minutes, forty seven seconds. He actually below that one. I need to check this one out. Um, I see, I see it in the the thumbnail uh, of the Japanese film House, which I've never seen, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I've heard it's very crazy. <laughs> um, the melancholic comfort of late nineties horror. As your first Captain Christian video, what were your what was what did you think? What did you think of that? Because I, I did a lot of comparing to every frame of painting. Did it? Did it? Do you believe he matches that that level of capturing the interest and in talking about such a weird subject matter in a genre? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he. Oops, no one. TikTok. I don't need TikTok right now. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seemed more like a almost like a essay, personal essay, more this than anything one, else. Yeah. Which I don't know what else he does, but like I liked it and I enjoyed it. Like it made a lot of sense to me as well, and you could learn a lot just like from every frame, every was it, every shot of painting, every frame of painting, every, every frame. frame. Of painting. Um, and I think you're thinking of one perfect shot. One which, perfect shot. Which, oh my, shit! Which Mike, another one. Which another is another one. one. God, yeah. Film nerds unite. We've I got love so it. much. I content. I can watch it. 24 7 i really really dig it but yeah it felt more like a personal essay using the 90s horror movies as like as like the theme or as the subject which which i i connected to too because i I feel like this guy is probably the same age as we are i felt i could feel that yeah because i because i grew up in the 90s as well with the y2k and they talked about y2k and all stuff and it's like it felt very kind of personal to me as well i'm like yeah i get this more so than like watching the one shot of Spielberg, that's more of a technical, right? So, did Y two K scare you? I, th- I don't remember. I don't. Re- it didn't scare me. No, okay. I, I I was like trying to think back of like when I was watching the video. I was trying to think back like what was I doing during Y two K? I remember my friend was working. He had a job working like at some medical supply company, I think, and he was like doing like computer stuff and he was like updating the computers oh, wow. so they don't crash or whatever <laughs> i remember him working like we were like roommates and i remember him working on that but other than that like i don't think it really scared anybody because I, I didn't have anything i didn't have credit cards i didn't have right i had maybe a bank account i think but like i mean i could have been been between jobs at that point too so like <laughs> what would i have cared you know, you know yeah i yeah. think i was i think i was too young to understand what's going on yeah, yeah but yeah. i saw a tiktok recently about um i don't know if there's a documentary or a youtube short documentary or something like that but it was about a bunch of coders who were the reason it was prevented yeah yeah, yeah. so like what's funny is, is everyone's <laughs> yeah. like nothing happened and these guys like work their, these work guys. their asses off and they're like yeah of course yeah, you, you fucking pricks <laughs> we busted our ass and it's so funny to hear that like you know 23 years later because yeah. <laughs> these guys are just now yeah. <laughs> screaming about all the work they had to do exactly which is kind of which is kind of funny so in in this um video essay there's there's pretty much one two four films he keeps hitting on in one video game uh the, the films being or the video game being I, I think that was silent was that silent hill 2 or was that silent hill 1 um i think it might be the first one it looked like the first I think one it was the first one cuz i think 2 probably didn't come out until like 2000 yeah yeah something yeah yeah that sounds right yeah so he talks about a lot about silent hill uh he talks about uh the is it ringu ringu, is that yeah, ringu? Yeah. and then what's the name for the 
the Japanese name for the was it just the ring? The, the Japanese version. Ringu. That's that's. Oh no no, no. Uh, and then the grudge. Oh, the grudge. I, I think it was just the grudge. Okay, I, yeah, I don't know why I keep getting, <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting those confused. I, I even got confused with them a lot back in the two thousands. Oh yeah, because they're always because they're all like yeah, they all came out at the same time. Yeah, they're always paired together. <laughs> they're always paired together. And then um, he also talks a lot about uh, the Blair Witch Project. Mm, yes, which those oh, and then and then the um, the anime film which i haven't seen which they're showing at the new bev this i think it's like next this week or next week it's yeah. sold out i didn't know what it was but apparently it's a horror film uh, it's paprika is that correct I, I think it's like a sci-fi horror sci-fi horror okay it's always compared to inception a lot oh interesting but i haven't seen paprika i, I saw it back in the day but i couldn't tell you what there's another anime horror film that i wanted to see it's called blue something blue rain or something mm. like that that people really really it's a it's an anthology i believe that a lot of people give a lot of a lot of props to um but yeah it's it's it was a really interesting well to be be honest he doesn't mention any of them he doesn't mention a name i don't think at all because white waiting friends like talk specifically about him and he never does like mention you're right He's just like just shows. I don't think he ever says the names. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this guy's good. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy's. And for the people listening, you have to understand there's there's about three or four transitions he does in this in this one that if you're a video editor or love any kind of video editing, like you got to watch it just for the technical skills that he's doing. Yeah. Just on just just from this thought that he had about you know the <laughs> melancholic feeling of late '90s horror. Did you feel that way in the late '90s with horror? He kind of talks about this really interesting phase that. I, we haven't really talked a lot about before on the show, but there is this mid '90s slump of horror. Mm. Um, obviously, it's not the whole. It's not to say everything sucked. Like, there's a lot of gems you could find yeah, in yeah. the in those years. Some of the ones that he kind of like threw shade at. I was kind of like, I like those movies, <laughs> but and, and yeah, because I but, think but was, I, I feel them too. At the time, I would have been like, fuck that. Like like Leprechaun, he throws that. I was like, now I, I just watched the first one again. And I got the. Shout out to Voodoo for like giving me the entire collection of Leprechaun for ten dollars, so I had to get it. Oh, that's cool. So I started watching those, and like they're fun. Like back in the day, I would have been like, "Oh, this is trash." Right. But now I can kind of appreciate some of it. But yeah, it's like that. Um, one of the later Candyman films, yeah. And then one of the later Fridays, and and he does a really cool shot when he talks about how they're all bland, and each film had like someone getting the thrown out exact, of a window. Yeah. The villain with flames in front of their face, and yeah. then like you know this almost you know very similar yeah. fonts for for their ending. So he he, back, he backs it up with like yeah, there yeah. is there is a same sameness yeah. happening where you could you could feel just this this overwhelming sense of bland. Yeah, I yeah I could feel that too because yeah, I, was, I mean it's one of those things where it's like when I was watching it as well. I'm like, you can you might be able to do that for every person who grew up a certain time period. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I grew up in the 90s, so it's like 90s angst. Like he's mentioned being angsty, and that's the whole like vibe of the 90s. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was, I grew up during that time, and yeah, I was angsty and angry. And I was like, yeah, fuck this, fuck that. And like he was, grew up in a small town like he did. So I, I, I kind of related to all that stuff. And so I can see all like the kind of like the, the kind of like the depressing and like kind of like the self doom type of stuff that he was talking about. Yeah, and it's, it's, I, I, which I which I appreciate because it was like yeah that was that was me I still like when I see that type of stuff it's like yeah it's still kind of my vibe underneath type of thing it's like yeah that's still me right like he was saying it's like what's well, been like he always thinks it's like only like around the corner that was 
90s but it's it's been like 20 years now. <laughs> right. but it's always just like around like you know it was like it was only 10 years ago that was do you do you remember watching any of those movies like when they were coming out oh, God. i remember them coming out and they were like finding them was always like the like like the, the like the gold mine finding like a ringu or like the grudge stuff like that right but I don't remember. I don't know remember how or how I saw those. I couldn't tell you. I really, I'm really curious. Like, but you had to like go to like a specific like video store probably, or like buy it offline or something. Buy it from oh, somewhere. Geez. You had to really hunt for it. Yeah, you really have to hunt for them. I remember being. We were in. I feel like it was in Columbus at the time. Working at Blockbuster, maybe when the Ringus and stuff like that were coming out. Really. I think I remember that. Then there was a couple of horror places around that you'd have to like go find. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I um. I think if I'm remembering correctly. Rewatching, <laughs> I, I will say this: rewatching it, you know, it's it, it's a video essay, so like, you know, you're not really going in there thinking you're going to be scared because you're just watching a guy talk about like the vibiness of certain media in the late '90s. But man, is he does he does a good job at making it very unsettling. Yes. <laughs> unsettling. Yeah. Like I forgot how scary the ending of the Blair Witch Project is. Yes, yes. That always gives me chills. And he does a he does a really cool thing. Talk okay, I want to hear you talk about this because in the essay he talks about how we're watching from the at the end of the Blair Witch Project, we're watching from the POV of the sixteen millimeter camera. Yes. But we hear the woman who's holding the camera but it sounds like she's so far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? Because, like, I mean, I didn't even think of, I didn't even know what was happening until I watched the essay, and I was like, oh my god, the way that they played with sound. Yeah. In yeah. that film, that is such a. Normally, you think of cool camera tricks. Yeah, yeah. These motherfuckers in the '90s, when the budget pulled out this, the what I think, like, I want to steal that. I want to make a horror <laughs> I, movie, and I want to. I mean, you got, yeah, yeah. granted, it's probably got to be found footage to pull yeah, it off. Yeah. But I want to steal what they did yeah. with this with this microphone trick. Yeah, what they did was like uh, when, what's her name? Heather goes into the, to the house. She's got a camera, but she doesn't have no sound. The guy who's already down in the basement, he's the, he's the sound guy. So what we're hearing is the basement picking up her in the house, searching for him. So the sound is kind of off, off in the distance, but you know that she's right there, in the, when the because we're following her camera, as she gets closer to like. Basically going down into the basement, her she gets louder and louder and more clearer. So then when she gets to the bottom, it's like clear and she just starts screaming, and you don't realize what's going on. Like it, I've never put that together until, until watching the video. I was like, oh shit! It shook me. To, to but my like, core. Like, there's such a like, just like a yeah, because she's like, what he says, she's like, we're always running to our own doom, or like we're like destined to run towards our own doom, or something, yeah. something to that effect. Like we're always running towards death and destruction because he was he talks about being like very apocalyptic yes time period as well so then she like as she's basically running towards her death it's getting closer closer she's getting louder it's like a weird like it it, it once you once you when you first watch it it's it's just a scary scene yes so it's a woman screaming it sounds weird it sounds weird it is weird it's kind of getting louder but when you 
for some reason, being able to place where the microphone and the sound guy yeah. is with what's happening, yeah. it rattled me, dude. Yeah, yeah. It really scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And I, I've never had – it's a really interesting – a retroactive scare. Yeah. Because just think about now. It's like, fuck, how does it – how does that work? And, like, just, like, hearing it and knowing she's, like, heading toward – like, it's it, – the closer she gets to that sound, the, the clearer she gets, the more she's – Closer to death. Yeah, and like in horror movies, you usually think of like the scary monster like following you or chasing you or closing in on you. Yeah. But but she's closing in on it. Yes. <laughs> so it's like it just completely what it does. I think it just inverts everything we know about like mm. how to take in a movie. Yeah, yeah. In that last final scene, so that's why it's so discombobulating. Yeah, yeah. And then it just ends. Yeah. I just oh my gosh. I, I love that movie. I've always defend Blair Witch. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, there was in, in in the old Facebook group. There used to be people in there who just didn't agree with it, and I'm mm. like, on on what mm. merits no can you deduct from this from this movie? Yeah. You know, I was just um, I saw a TikTok of a. There's this guy, I have to look up his name because he does some of the best interviews ever. Like he does, he mm. does. There was one where he's interviewing Tarantino. He goes, I got the original 35 millimeter trailer for when it was supposed to just be one film. I never knew it was supposed to be one film. What it was? Kill Bill. What? Kill Bill. Yeah. And then they talk about the whole bloody affair and how oh, he, yeah, yeah. he saw it at the New Bev. So maybe I, maybe he's in the area. It'd be cool to have him on the show. Yeah. Um, uh, but, oh, God, where was I going with that? I had such a good point. Oh, my God, that sucks. <laughs> I got real excited about the – about the uh, like. Oh, so he asked uh, Damon Chazelle, yeah. uh, Whiplash, Babylon. Yeah, um, yeah. If you could be on any movie set, like in history, during like a big famous scene, I think I saw it, but I, I turned it off because I didn't want to hear it. Yeah, I forget. I forget <laughs> what it was. It was. It was a Damien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was the kind of answer you expect from him. No. Uh... But I was thinking, if you could place yourself at any first time screening of a film, yeah, what would it be? Because you actually a couple of years ago, it's funny. I I usually almost only 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 ever read my books through audiobook. Yeah, but a couple of years ago, I actually think I have it on the shelf. I think I got it on the main, the main part. Best movie year ever. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. And in the in the film, it's a it's a really really easy fun read. In fact, you can just kind of like pick what chapter you want to hop to because yeah, yeah. it it's it, the chapters are all by movies that were released in nineteen ninety nine. So it's The Matrix, The Phantom Menace, Office mm-hmm. Space, Blair Witch, mm-hmm. just a bunch of movies, and. Um, the chapter on Blair Witch about that screening, I believe it was at Sundance. Yeah. Has to be one of the craziest experiences yeah. ever. And so I was curious, like. Because people thought it was real. That's the other that's thing. That's the best thing. Like, like, they had the. It was the early days of, like, websites for movies. So they had, like, a like a legit, like, missing website, like, missing Blair Witch website where it's like all this all these documents they just like there's the whole thing about the mystery of Blair Witch not of the movie and I'm a sucker for marketing like that because so, at first I was like it's like I, I was even like is this what is going on is this real it's a movie right but then this thing looks like I don't understand what's happening <laughs> I, I was a big sucker for the Cloverfield marketing so like yeah, if yeah. I was if I was of like high school age when in 1999 when the movies come out I would have fallen for it so hard but they talk about that screening mm-hmm. and it just sounds like a fucking madhouse is that what the one Chazelle said uh no his no. <laughs> his, his was what movie set you built but i i switched uh, it to what movie screening would you go to the for the uh, first time yeah. his i forget what his was it wasn't like a real pretentious answer yeah. um and the, the interviewer like throws out just like 
slam grand slam to grand slam of great movie scenes making it like infinitely harder for you to answer it <laughs> but like you could see like uh when he asked the question uh he's actually like kind of like oh shit like mm. that's a good question like that's a, that's a real hum that's a real hum thing yeah, yeah um so he talks about uh in 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 this uh video essay he talks a lot about blair witch mm. and a lot of japanese horror like i mean going from silent hill from konami being a japanese made game to to mm. to the ring and the grudge um the ring and the grudge you said there was uh, the my man shot from shutter i think so i it look it not looked, the t not the not the sh- not channel. the streaming not the channel shutter 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 uh it looked it looked like it but it could have also been from i'm not ringu it could have been from i'm not 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah uh certain but did you ever play Silent Hill? Two. I played Silent Hill Two. Okay. Yes, yeah, I love Silent Hill Two. Silent Hill Two is. Yeah. It's still one of my favorites, I think. I um, I really like it. What made this video essay great? And I, I want to make sure I get mm. this. Um, yeah. I want to make sure I get this name right. Silent Hill music composer. Oh yeah, yeah. It pops up. It's on. Let me see too. Um, he used a lot of music from. Okay, I used to I used to botch this guy's name a lot. Um, Akira Yamaoka, is that Yamaoka? Yamaoka, yeah. I think. It, oh, he, did he mention him in his notes? Yeah, yeah, it's his music. He it used, has a list of the tracks, I guess. He uses a lot of um, that composer's music, and man, mm-hmm. is there something mm-hmm. like very beautiful, very haunting, very disorienting about his music? Yeah. And it's just very, it's just very synthy and sad. Yeah, yeah. But man, is it covered? I mean, it covered. He paints the whole video in this in this yeah, music. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's funny too. Like, the, I remember that time too. There was another game called Sirens that me and my wife played all the time. Oh, really? And it's like it's a like it's it's like a it's more of like a, a like a like almost like just question go search type of thing. Not like more of not like a survival horror like Silent Hill is, but it was like the same type of style of game and like a during, survival horror during the same time, but a little less like a little less like sh- you can shoot things. It's, it's more like a f- questions and kind of like finding clues and stuff like that. Oh, more that's of, cool. More of a mor- murder mystery type of thing. And she played that for hours, but I think that has similar type of music. I, if I can, I feel like I can hear the, the, the discs. It rings in your head. Man. Yeah. And like it's, it's one of those things where like when you hear it, it's not scary and it's not trying to be scary. Yeah. But it's it, it it gives you this this slow drip of dread. Yeah, yeah. Where the longer it goes on, in fact, he has. I have, you know I can only speak from Silent Hill too. <laughs> yes, yes. But like even like I can like even just leaning over like I think this is a theme of Laura. But... You remember that? No. But I remember learning that on guitar, and like I've never forgot. I mean, it's very easy. It's just a couple chords, but but um. His music, his music is just really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really want to, you know, I would like to do a deep dive and listen to. I've not played a lot of the other Silent Hills, yeah. but I would love to listen to some of the soundtracks. Yeah, I think that would be a really fun. Maybe, maybe they'll have them on vinyl somewhere, and I can start my douchey vinyl, <laughs> yes, my vinyl but... collection. Um, I could go on and on about Kevin Christian as video. What's, I, what's funny? Let me, let me tie this in. Actually, it's funny. It'll tie into the next. The, yep. the runner as well. The whole foreboding and apocalyptic uh, feelings within his video, they're in the runner as well. Yep, I think, but they're also in like the last couple movies that we've actually done as well, which is also into the runner as well. Like they've all been like these apocalyptic, like end of the world type of movies, 
but not with like the huge bang or anything. It's right. more just like this foreboding doom, much like he talks about in the Ringu and stuff like that. So it's just like it's not just like this bombastic end of the world. It's just like this more like this crawl, like slow, steady crawl towards like. It's like if the world just instead of like a bang, it's just like it fizzles out. Yeah, just like yeah, it's just like slow. Just, I think it's kind of what life is. Let's be honest. Yeah, you <laughs> if, get if, older, if we, shit if, stops working. If we if we get like really into it, like that's that is life. It's just like it's just like you, if you and if you think about it, it's like a lot of people don't think about it. I think, but some people think about it. And it's all you can think about, and once you start thinking about, it, that's basically kind of like it (laughs) (laughs) the end the ending's pretty good yeah yeah. dry yeah i was out i was something else you're talking about like again schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. remember you were talking about his video oh yes yes him getting old there was something else i was just watching or listening to about like it was all about just getting old. what the fuck was that that was something it'll it'll come to me the the i do recommend that that schwarzenegger uh, what's it called where the reporter just hangs out with a person for a couple of days and then just does a, a day in life a day in life yeah I think it was yeah. LA Times they hung out with Arnold and he was pissed off about getting older yeah 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 still looks great though yeah, yeah. I think I think the guy lifts more weights than Arnold once and, but Arnold's 75 he goes I understand he's 75 but for the record I lifted more than Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> he's like I just gotta this could get up there I was uh, I was watching Poker Face and there was we're slowly kind of starting to catch up, and there's one about a, a stop motion animator played by Nick Nolte. And it's oh, all about wow. getting. He's, he talks a lot about getting old and this and that. I was like, I feel you, dude. I mean, <laughs> I'm not Nick Nolte old, but so it's like, I feel it, dude. I feel it. In my, but also, just again, all about getting old and just foreboding doom but, you know, coming at you. And, and when you're like 18, 19. I, mean, like, you, I got everything. You think you think that like all the time. You probably think, oh, I was going to end tomorrow. And I would probably think that now if I was growing up. If I was 18 now, I'd be like, this world's going to end any time because some, somebody's going to get in. Something's going to happen because right. shit's going down all the time. There's wars. There's craziness in the government. It's just like everything is just like. Everything everything sucks. And it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of fuel for being a 19-year-old like who doesn't give a shit. Right. Like perfect, perfect. But then, like ten years later, you're like, "Oh, it's fine." Well, I think the video ends. So, the a lot of the video is a lot of doom and gloom. Yeah, and you know the experience he had growing up because he grew up in a ghost town, yeah. which is a he has beautiful cinematography and of just this this shitty town, which we don't know where it's at. We want to say Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm calling it Pennsylvania, Captain Christian. If you listen to this, please please confirm if it's Pennsylvania <laughs> or not because I <laughs> I know a lot about Pennsylvania as well and I swear that's where that's it that is also but... I think the real silent or the, what the you know the, the, the quote <laughs> the real <laughs> silent hill I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty sure you're coming from Pennsylvania so I feel you but it had a but it has um such a great optimistic ending mm-hmm. almost kind of like you know one movie we just watched we didn't do a review on was the big night uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stanley Stanley Tucci directed it alongside someone else. I highly recommend that movie. It was great, but the movie ends with things not going according to plan at all. Yeah. But it's also highly optimistic yeah. of like of this shot of like, well, we'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. And his video ends with that with that really beautiful quote of like, I hope everyone finds their Silent Hill. Yeah. yeah. And and sort of you know marches through it. Yeah, yeah. And to get through it, and there was that one line I loved where you try to orbit. Uh, 
oh god, you try to slingshot yourself out of its orbit. Mm, yeah. But the only way you can do that is you kind of have to like lean into that, yeah, to, <laughs> to that to that energy. Yeah, yeah, and it's a really like meditative, great ending. Yeah, and then he ends it with what I thought was going to be a jump scare. Because last night I watched it, and it's like, you know, the, the, he does a lot of the TV fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, And then you kind of see Samara. Yeah. I think it's Samara in the background. And I thought there was going to be a jump scare, and there wasn't. But then when we watched it today, one of my cats your, your got cat into a fight and, and screamed at the end, and it scared the shit out of me. So, like, was that the video? What is that? I was like, I didn't hear that last night. But yeah. I also, I also like, when it – whenever, like, a st- static builds up, like mm-hmm. a David Lynch-style yeah. static, I get so – like, I immediately, like, start to mute it. Yeah. And I think I w- – I think yeah, I w- I was trying to mute it, but like I was misclicking because I was so scared. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I just mute it. Maybe I happened to mute it at the end. But no, it was a cat freaking out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like you kind of have to like. I mean, that I, I I can see where like those types of thoughts paralyze some people, mm-hmm. and like you just like it's one of those things where you just have to kind of go. Well, I mean, next day it's a day one day like one day at a time. I hate to be a cliche, but it's like one day at a time. It's like well, you can't do much about it. No, no. If I may get a little little deep as well, Monday, let me get into it. Monday, I like it. Monday at work was a real shitty day for me, right? I'm not gonna get into anything, but it was just like shitty day. I felt like shit all day. Like, be honest, I got I was really me. Like, I was just like a shitty person all day. We even went to the arcade that night. I was still kind of a dick. Oh no! And I was just like went to bed like a fucking angry asshole. And the next day, I was like, I kind of woke up the same way. But at some point, like, it just got – it almost just got better. And for no reason whatsoever, I just felt a little better as I went. And, like, throughout the week, it's been getting better and better. And I'm not sure. It's, it's almost like that type of feeling. It's like once you get past it. Right. It's almost like – I just, like, stopped giving a shit kind of on that Tuesday. I'm like, well, I'm just going to fucking do what I need to do. I'm not going to, like, hold a grudge or, like, for Tuesday. I'm going to go into work and just, you know, whatever. If everybody acts wow. like a dick, everybody's gonna act like a dick, and everybody was cool. I was cool. I was just like, I'm not. I'm not even gonna. Like, you like surrender to whatever. The yeah, hell it's almost like happen. you surrender and you don't care anymore. Like not caring is like a really good way of just like kind of getting it, kind of calming down and be like, eh, well, I'm just gonna say what I like. Not you know, don't be a dick. Right. But it's like I'm just gonna do my work. Talk to people. Don't talk to people. If they don't talk to me. I don't care. It's not gonna bother me anymore. If they talk to me, I'll talk to them. Type of stuff. So. Wow. So I'm not sure where that came from. But it's, it's almost the same thing. It's, it's like you could hit that wall on Monday. You, it could have been a really bad wall. Right. But then Tuesday, it's like, well, fuck it. I've just got to get through the day just until I figure out what's going on. And then my, my Tuesday, Wednesday, and today is like, today was a really good day. So. I think I had my grouchy day like two days ago. See? I think, I, I think yeah. I'm similar. I think I'm coming yeah. off of it. Yeah. Well, I found I was taxes. I, <laughs> so I think that's. What I mean, I was coming up, coming up, getting sick over the weekend as well. So Monday, I don't think I was still a hundred percent. I usually feel better when I'm sick because I just I don't, I don't have to do anything. Right. But well, that's better than my therapist texting me. Hey, I tested positive for COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but I'll let you guys know. Through uh, I did not, I did not get it. I tested, I tested every day. That's good. Like you know, I'm double, I'm a double, I'm all vaxxed up. And, you know, <laughs> I was taking my vitamin D, but I was also the power of positivity. I was yeah. like, I told myself, I'm like, I am not. I wasn't near her. I didn't. Tell good, her. good, <laughs> Bill. Because I, for, and I'm just gonna do a quick plug because yeah. Sunday, my fiance who wrote Horror Hotel, which mm-hmm. has Cursed Cruise coming out sometime next year, released her newest <laughs> rom com 
Ellie is cool now, yeah. which is going to do great things. Which I'm a sucker for the rom coms. You know, yeah. my I want to do the Reiner thing. I want to do my Misery and then my Harry Met Sally. I want to I want to boom boom that one. Um, What's well, about like high school, right? So it's like yeah, that's a horror like yeah. Someone who, that's hor- a, horrifying. An LA a writer who lives in LA who's like really cool now was a big dork in high school, big mm. big dork, and goes back. Uh, as an assignment from her boss to go back to her high school reunion, but they have like a certain things that she has to do while she's there. Like mm-hmm. ones like hook up with the, her crush, you know, a b- bunch, bunch, yeah, bunch yeah. of you know, bunch of cool stuff like that. And then there's a lot of drama between her and her high school friend. Yeah, it's a really good book. And, <laughs> and uh, fingers crossed, they get the, the sequel there. Um, yeah, biased. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not biased at all. It's a great book. I was, I was, <laughs> listen, I, I did the, I did the audiobook of Horror Hotel, and I loved it. <laughs> you know, come at me. Um, so, what's weird about this is uh, now the, the, let's hit up let's hit up the runner. There's not a lot to say about the runner, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I, yeah. I don't mean that. It's, I mean that sounds that sounds bad, but it, it it is just kind of this thing that exists that you experience. Um, there's a lot of, if you, I recommend watching Captain Christian's video than watching this. There are strange parallels yeah. in this one. Like this one looked like it was filmed in Appalachia yeah, yeah. too. So, yeah. Um, it's basically, I mean, I, I think I would kind of describe it as just a long music video with several songs from, I believe the band's Boy Harsher. Yeah. The boy, yeah. The band's Boy Harsher and the, the album's called the runner soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we literally just finished watching both of these and we're recording now. And I wanted to ask you off the top, what made what do you think made Shudder want to put this on their platform? Because it's not really – I mean, it, it's got some, like, scary imagery in it with this thing that is kind of like the embodiment of one's yeah. evil, one's yeah, own yeah. evil. Yeah, I think, yeah, the singer explains it. Like, it's she's just, a, like, a monster, but she's also got a human side. Which also plays it. The, the Captain Christian. I mean, you guys, it's, it's almost like we're in Silent Hill. Yeah, the yeah. fact that like these two things connected, it's yeah. the weirdest thing. Um, so, what do you think made Shutter decide like, ooh, let's put this on there? I mean, I think it looks. It's got like a lot of style. Um, that people are doing today, like a lot of the synth theme scores. A lot of eighties esque. Yeah, because the Boy Harsher is like a real synth synth heavy group. Almost like it sounds like it could be John Carpenter if you weren't, you know. Right, paying attention. Yeah, I, I, when the when the, the 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 short begins, it's only forty minutes long. It's a really yeah. easy watch. It, the yeah. there's a band playing. It's intercut with this woman running through the woods covered in blood. With this band playing, the woman running in the woods looks like it's I think is in the eighties, but the looks band like is modern day. But yeah, it, it, Cynthia Carpenter. I got a little bit of like Nine Inch Nails ish kind of vibe mainly because there's a guy wearing a leather mask banging, <laughs> banging the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it has a it has a very yeah. synthy industrial feel yeah it feels like industrial nine Inch nails ministry type of yeah type of thing yeah I, th- I mean i think it's just like the vibe of the, the station and the channel yeah so it's and it's got like enough gory stuff um cool you know cool shots that said looks like it's shot in the 80s I think we saw that it was shot actually on film, probably sixteen. Yeah, Kodak. I was gonna ask because it, it there's it's not like a really pretty no. image. No. But it's not ugly. No, it, no, no, no. Yeah. It's very there's a lot of grain in there and it's so much grain it almost kinda looked like they shot on like D V. Yeah, or yeah. or, you know, like you know, one of those like crappy, you know, cameras with a terrible ISO or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was but it was Kodak. Well, because it kinda matches up with uh Captain Christian, because his his looked more VHS. Right, he had everything looking like a VHS tape. Yeah, 
but yeah, I think I just think because I, I saw a lot of comparisons to um, like the Panos Cosmatos stuff, Mandy and who was that? Beyond the Black Rainbow, <gasps> Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow is yes. showing at the American Cinema. I think. Uh, oh, this? How do you say it? Um, they they paired it up with. Oh God! It was another. It was it was that, and then a home run film. I I'll have to I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to look it up. Um, I really like the idea of Shutter putting. I don't know how many short films they have on there. I've never really. Yeah, we had to go like, looking for it too. It's, it wasn't. It's a cool i and I like the idea of Shutter of, of a platform as big as Shutter giving short films. I think they always have short films. I just always avoid them because I'm like, eh. I never see anyone talking yeah, about. Yeah, I never see anyone. And none of them look very interesting. No, a lot of a lot of good short films you can usually find on like I usually find on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked at horror short films in like a couple of years, but I remember like that was the that was the place to go. Now, if they're longer than ten minutes, I'm always like, Meh. yeah. It's <laughs> For gotta, me, I'm always like, eh. I mean, this was forty minutes, but it was all I knew it was going to be like more of like a music video. Yeah, and I like the music a lot, so it's just going to be more like just like. It's it's definitely a, an easy watch. You put it on just for like the music in the background. It's it's basically just a, a song with a mm. small vignette mm-hmm. of something happening with this evil demon woman woman thing. Yeah. Um, the runner, the runner, the runner. <laughs> but then it does it does a lot of these like really meta cuts that Captain Christian did. So like mm. there's a, one of the vignettes ends and there's this like long stringy synth kind of sound and it this it just how oh, they hold that note and then it cuts to the band that you see you saw earlier and then it introduces the guy and it's like musician for the album <laughs> the runner yes and then he takes his finger off the keyboard and the music ends and you yeah. realize like that's his music <laughs> yes. yeah. and he goes i really love this synth. and it's like a really cool i thought that was such a fun yeah, cut yeah. and then he goes into all of his other synths, and then it cuts it cuts into like you know the next um the next part of the short yeah but it did a lot of like you know, for for a forty minute short that doesn't have a lot of story, I mean, it it kind of it kind of gave me um, I don't want to say like David Lynch style vibes, but it but it kind of did in the sense of like mm-hmm. it yeah. doesn't it doesn't explain anything to you. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't want to. It just wants you to kind of experience it and kind of take yeah. what you want away from it, which I'm always a fan of. Yeah. There's plenty to chew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Know? I was as I was watching it too. I'm always like. Like if it was done by somebody else less competent, there'd be a lot more dialogue, right? I think, and there was no dialogue except for the band in between, and like there's like this weird cable access show that the, the host keeps talking as well. Yeah, and and she calls every time she murders someone, yeah. she calls, and this guy yeah. is just like comforting her, of like yeah. that's all right, come on, come home. Come home. But yeah, she doesn't talk and like she doesn't really have any interactions with anybody except just like eye contact and some you know. Yeah, when she shanks songs that woman in her, yeah, yeah, her yeah, trailer, yeah, yeah. yes, your soul is mine, yeah. <laughs> which is rad as hell. <laughs> I really like that. But yeah, just like yeah, it's just like you don't need the dialogue because the the image and the music is just selling it. So it's like yeah, it's it's kind of so the way I was thinking about it, it just hit me was it was sort of like imagine David Lynch light shot by Nicholas Reffin. Yeah. Because it's very neon-y, um, dark synth. I mean, it's not really neon-y. It's very Appalachia, like, kind yeah, of yeah. dirty. Uh, but it has, it has like, that dark synth that he's kind of known for. Like, yeah. like Drive or Too Old to Die Young. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just a really interesting short film. I did not expect... With, like, Second Unit by, like, David Cronenberg. Or, like, art yes. directing by Cronenberg. Because they yes. have, like, the TVs 
showing the band and showing these accessors and it's like new was a nude nude television yeah but it's like the cable access and it seems exactly like channel 83 from videodrome it's like the mm-hmm. same exact like type of they're totally just like doing the same thing and there's some like really like dreamy-esque um uh shots in the, in the in the short like one in particular is is whenever the dark side lashes out mm. it cuts to like a completely different look like it's 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 like the demon mm. evil woman is lit like with like one front light and completely dark background so it's mm. just her but then she has these like milky contacts in mm. and like sh- like razor sharp mm. teeth and then it cuts back to like reality and it's yes. just it, it's just like this flash of like what the hell was that yeah yeah and, un- and unsettling um but then the second shot that I thought I really, really dug and wanted to see if you, if you had any sort of feelings about it was when she pulls up to the woman's trailer. She meets this woman. Uh, the evil woman goes into a bar. She's flirting with this guy playing pool. This woman is kind of jealous. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the demon one ends up leaving with this woman. They go back to her place where she eventually gets shang songed, <laughs> which is her a new Her soul fr- is mine. Her soul is mine. Um, but the shot of the, tra- of the truck pulling up to the trailer, it kind of – What's it called when like you you do that weird thing to the lens and it makes everything look miniature? Oh, I don't know. Um, it it but didn't it give you this like weird like yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm like kind of dreaming. Yeah, look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know what that's called. I'm sure it's something. there's a name for it. There's actually an app where you can like. <laughs> Is it just called that, toy camera or something? Or yeah, like, it's like something. Miniature. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's something like that. But they it it kind of it wasn't that, but it felt like it. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "This is weird. Yeah. This is weird." But I like, I, I really dig it. Like, it's totally going hand in hand with what we're yeah. listening to and what we're seeing. Well, that's like what I was telling you too. Like, the band went to film school. Oh, that's right. That's and right, met that's right. and met in film school, so they were like, kind of like, doing this type of stuff anyway to begin with. So it just it, it makes sense that like it's like, yeah, they'd make a movie about their music and they would make it themselves and. Why would I, you not? Yeah, why would you? It, it, it made me realize when we were watching it that there's, you know, obviously there's not a lot of music videos. Like, I mean, there is, but there's not like an MTV or a place where like you go to watch it. Like, you have to really be a fan of an artist and to, yeah. you know, make, you know, when they release something new, you're there, you know. Um, but it reminded me of like back in the early 2000s during those, during those, those years. Um, <laughs> Or maybe maybe yeah. this was like a little later, like maybe like two thousand three. But still, that would have been so, still. It's that's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> close enough. Um, one of my favorite bands back in the day was CKY. Do you remember them? <laughs> yes. They like they were in like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and like yeah, yeah, a Jackass yeah. film and stuff like that. But I fucking like Darren Miller. Like I because they did like a movie, didn't they? They did. They ended up doing a movie. Um, or they did like a an uh, a video album. Yeah, yeah. His they're just. Margera's brother was Bam Margera, the the skateboarder. He ended up doing a movie called um, with all of his friends. Oh my God, Haggard! I remember that. It was. It I was, never, I never saw it because, but I remember everybody pushing it on me hard. You, and I was always just like, "Yeah, I'll watch it later." It, it, you, you, you gotta love the CKY like jackass yeah, stuff. And like, you have to be. All to be, of that was like pushed. I was like, "Yeah, we'll get to it." It has. I don't. I don't. I I, I rewatched the trailer for it maybe like yeah. a year ago, and I was like, "Woof." Woof, that's it. It's, I mean, Jackass, I fully endorse, sure, but like anything else, <laughs> I loved it at the time. Jackass, I, Jackass is great. Well, yeah, it's at the time. At the time, it was like it's not not the better. I was just I was just like a little older, 
Yes, yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like I am. You weren't in that skateboarding phase. With no, your friends. yeah, no, yeah. Not. You're just, you're just, you're just smart. But um, I like, getting, I like seeing people get hit in the nuts. Sure, that's always but, a but, timeless uh, classic. But CKY, I remember they had like a video album for I think it was their Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild album. Idea, I think, I think that was what it was. Their second, their second album. Um, but it was, it was the same thing. They did a music video for yeah. every every song. And one of them was actually Claymation. It was really Ooh. cool. Inhuman Creation Station, nice. I think was the name of the song. <laughs> nice. But like, oh, I used to love it. I even got the Darren Miller, their old lead guitarist, who wrote like all the sick riffs, like 96 quite better. Like he did all that shit, <laughs> yes. Flesh in the Gear. Uh, he was in Bravo's Top 100 Scariest Horror Movie Moments to talk about Black Christmas because that was, was one of his favorite. Yeah, but they spelled his name wrong. Oh, and I remember they used to have a place where you could ask them questions on our website, and they answered two of mine, and I, I remember that was, like, <laughs> that was better. Um, but it reminded me – this reminded me of that DVD, and I got I got to me th- thinking, like, every artist should just do that for an album now. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be mad at that. Like, yeah, cool. I mean, I know that obviously that brings on quite a bit of cost. Sure. <laughs> cost to do it. But, like – Right now, the music industry is kind of in this weird phase where, like, if you're if you're an artist, you're uploading to Spotify. If you're uploading to Spotify, you're not get paid shit. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get paid shit touring yeah. unless you sell a, a lot of merchandise. That's where all your your money comes in because otherwise, you split all the cost with the agents, managers, touring, the, mm. you have the cost of touring, the venues. Um, so to me, <laughs> that seems to be like make yeah. a fucking movie out of your, like, I, I mean, it, it, obviously you could. Yeah. Probably find a way to add more of a narrative into it, of, yeah, of some sort. But like, I wouldn't be mad at it. Well, it's like, I mean, bring up Lemonade by Beyonce. Oh my gosh, that was one. Oh yeah, that's... I think I think the a lot of the Disney Plus stuff. A lot of when they have the documentaries, I think that like the Olivia Rodrigo is also kind of like that. Oh really? I didn't watch it, so I'm not sure. Did... But I, th- I think it's almost like the same thing. I, uh, they did the same thing for, I think, a live concert for Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? And if you're listening to this, you know who the hell he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I think, I think you know, I would be in favor for, instead, maybe skip the, don't, I, I want to rephrase that right. Don't skip the music video. Do the music video, but do it for everything and make it a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they've broken up the, the, the short into, like, pieces now. Yeah. And they might be even... Because I don't even know if they play the whole songs during the entire no, movie. No, no. So, so there might be even longer clips from some of those shots. Some of those. Yeah, and and the way it intercuts throughout each song is just. I mean, you 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 pair Captain Christian's video with this short, and you're mm-hmm. in for mm-hmm. a weird, emotional, dark, yeah. good music. Yes. All around. Yeah, both. On both of them. Wild ride. It's yeah. it's it's the oddest thing. It's just. The fact that we stumbled upon these yeah. two things that were so similar that created like yeah. an entire vibe for the evening. It feels like a very angsty double feature. But that you can get in all in sixty minutes. Yep. If that doesn't sell and then, you, and it's it's plenty. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's plenty. That's plenty because yeah, it's like right now I'm like, yeah, let's. I am. I let's am. watch some cat videos or something. Yeah, and then afterwards, you afterwards, yeah, you, 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 you filter it in with, with those and, and make it make it a thing. Oh, um, Sturgill Simpson did kind of like a video album a while back too with his Sound and Fury album. It's, really, I think it's on Netflix because he he had a bunch of like Japanese anime for oh, all of his songs. Sweet. So I think you get that on Netflix still, and I think he's got um, a graphic novel that goes along with it. That's awesome. But Sergio Simpson, he does like country music. 
But he did this like kind of like seventies rock album as well. Oh, I need to check that out. With all of this Japanese anime stuff, so that's so also th- that's also one that you should probably check out because it's just like it might be like a half hour maybe for. So minutes. here on Hollow Weekly, we're known for making great predictions. <laughs> all right, we we yes. we made the Great Witch prediction. Yeah. Before all the Great Witch movies came out, uh, we did shit the bed on werewolves. There wasn't a lot of great werewolves movies, so I'll, <laughs> I'll own up to that one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say this now. It looks like the thing that I was hoping more artists do. It looks that's it looks like it's already a thing. Yeah. But it's not very mainstream. I'm yeah. gonna predict that it becomes more mainstream yeah. in the next three years. Yeah. Because someone's gotta change the music industry. <laughs> why not? Why not bring in the film industry that's notoriously as bad? As <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, a negative plus a negative. Yeah. Hopefully makes a positive. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. It's been like I feel like it's probably been done more often but like i just can't think of it but it also feels like a great wit thing it feels like a no-brainer for an artist mm-hmm. like if you're an artist and you make music you're an artist make film yeah. uh, duh. what else are you gonna do yeah you throw, know? throw a couple grind at somebody and just be like hey let's make like seriously like imagine if you make carpenter-esque music yeah and then you just pair it with carpenter-esque visuals yeah. well, you, like 40 you, minutes that's the funny thing he was talking about like finding his his little like keyboard He's like, yeah, you can just do me for a while. I just hold it and say, what do you say? Like, it makes the whole song. Cut it off. And for a while, it's like, it's a whole song right there, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, like, like, he's like, I don't care if anybody listens to it. That's, that's, that's calming to me. <laughs> I think I need to watch. I didn't Carpenter direct a Christine music video a couple of years ago. I don't know if he directed it, but I think he's in he was, it. He was it's part four, of it. yeah. Okay. Imagine if they just did that for forty minutes. You don't need the whole. You don't need the yeah. whole. You don't need the whole thing. Yeah. Let's bring back that medium length yeah. horror. Yeah. Get yeah. experimental. Get weird. Like thriller. I mean, thriller was like a twenty minutes. I know. That's, they, they, had, they had goddamn Rick Baker. They had Mick Garris's ass dancing in the background. Yeah, had, <laughs> in the background. Watching the making of was just as cool as watching the actual thing back in the day. I remember that. All right, so let's I'm gonna, let's make the prediction now <laughs> that we're gonna get a lot of horror music esque. Yeah. What do we call it? What do you call it? I mean, it's not a music video. It's short film, I guess. It's short form. Short form. I like short form because short, form. short film sounds like a jack off fest. No one <laughs> yes, wants to, yes. Nobody wants to watch a short film. Yeah. But like no one. But like I might watch a music video. Short form is short I form think good. the perfect. Yeah. The perfect middle. Short band. form and like I, I think the 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 Captain Christian was more of a personal essay than like a film essay, but it still had a lot of good film stuff in it as well. Right. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was a it was a great double feature. Yeah, it was a great double feature. Um, and, if, and if you guys, if you're horror bands out there who want to do short form music videos, get at us. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> Hollow Weekly Pot at gmail dot com or hit us up on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Shoot us shoot us a message. I would love to connect with some more musicians and yeah. stuff like that. I think it'd be really. You know, there's a lot of them out here in LA. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, a lot. And Captain of... Christian apparently. We're looking. Yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. We're gonna. <laughs> We're on the look for you, suckers. We saw we saw you on Twitter. We saw you on Twitter. We got you. We'll sniff you out. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> we just can't play, but but just don't try to place us or try to place you in Appalachia because then we'll be we'll be guessing for. No, actually, we'll still go with Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're right. I think you're. I think we're right. Do you want to make that prediction? I think I'll make that prediction. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. All right, it's locked in. Yeah. Okay, so during the Captain Christian episode, we'll, we'll link these two episodes together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to, see, to see if it pans off. Yeah. Uh, so I highly recommend it. Uh, Cap, check out Captain Christian on YouTube. 90s. It's his latest video. You Watch this whole thing. I'm not going to tell you to just watch one. <laughs> and then The Runner on Shutter. I think The Runner on Shutter. The Runner on Shutter, yeah. I would recommend it. I think so. It's it's short. It's sweet. 
It's got a lot of stuff that you would probably like if you're watching Shutter. Yeah, it's, it, it should be right up here. It's got four skulls out of. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I can I cannot trust the skull rating no. system. I no. never I never trust, and I wish I could. No. You know, I they, I wish they could come up with something that was a little. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what rating system <laughs> I trust. I don't know. Like yeah. I kind of trust Rotten Tomatoes, but I know everyone hates it. But yeah. like, you know, you know, we had the How Low Can We Go series. Like, you know, there's there is there is a little merit. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We can't come up with a good rating. You know what? That we'll have, we have to we have to run off suggestions from good people. Yeah. And if you have good suggestions, you should give them to us in a form of a five star review on iTunes yes. or a follow on Spotify. Apparently, Ooh. apparently they all got the follow buttons on there now. So click those. Make sure you follow us. You know wherever you get your podcast. I think I saw Google Podcast was on there. We're on there. I think we've okay. been on there for a while, but like I don't know anyone who ever uses Google Podcast. I, I think like the stats still show it's like Apple dominant. <laughs> yes. You know, yes, Spotify might be trailing them, but wherever you yeah. get them, follow us, give us those big reviews. And until next time, stay scary, watch a bunch of horror movies, and have fun in your own personal Silent Hills. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. May I have your attention, please? They're coming to get you, Barbara. I, I don't know what you anymore. All right. Something even more terrible than you.